0: Our text is from the epistle reading we heard a few moments ago. These words, if we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. That's Galatians 5.25 Dear Brothers and sisters in Christ, so how is it then that we walk by the Spirit? How is it that we walk by the Spirit? I mean, the distinction is made here in our text, isn't it? Between living by the Spirit on the one hand and walking by the Spirit on the other. So obviously, the implication is made, isn't it? That even though we can live by the Spirit, we can live by the Spirit, we may not actually be walking by the Spirit. How can that be? How can it be? Well, let's just say that having come to faith in Christ, having been baptized into Christ, the Holy Spirit dwelling within our hearts, having been justified by the grace of God through faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, justified from sin, and living in union and communion and fellowship with the very Holy Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yes, having come to faith in Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, we hesitate We hesitate to take the advice given by the Holy Spirit to us through the very Word of God. Yes, yes, the Word of God is certainly more than simply advice. But let's run with that term here for a few moments. This idea that by living in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit through the Word of God advises us as to how we are to walk in the Spirit. He advises us how to walk in the Spirit. Now, there are any number of ways to illustrate this idea. The the simplest is of having a friend. A friend uh, with whom we speak. A friend before whom we lay all of our problems. A friend from whom we seek advice. Advice, well, advice that we never take. We never take. We never plan on taking. For we use our friend at the end of the day for a sounding board. A sounding board, but really nothing more. We like their friendship. We like hanging out with them. I mean, it really is comforting to have such a friend, but we have no intention, really, of ever taking advice from them. Why? Well, maybe we don't think they really are in a position to actually give us advice that we should take, because they're really not as smart as we are, they are not as experienced as we are, they're somewhat naive, really, and they don't really understand, they don't understand the world today. We have a comic strip, a comic strip on our fridge at home. Comic strip of a mom giving advice to her teenage son as she helps him with something. And he ends up turning down her advice. But he turns her advice down not because her advice was bad. He turns it down simply because it was her advice. The advice of his mom. Now, is that what we do with the advice of the Holy Spirit, which then prevents us from walking by the Spirit? Is that what we do with the very Word of God? Do we listen to it but reject it? Not because it's bad advice, but because it comes from the Bible. And we don't want to get our advice for living today in 2021 from the Bible. We simply turn down the advice. We simply reject the Word of God because we think we've got this. We've got this. We know what to do. We, we know how to be. We understand the world of today. Yes, we are Christians. We live by the Spirit. But when it comes to walking by the Spirit, that is living by listening to the very Word of God and following those words, we have no intention of doing so because we are the final deciders of what we do and how we are and how we live. Now, this is the case, we're in a bit of trouble, a lot of trouble, even a load of trouble. Why? Well, if if we don't live by the Spirit, by walking in the Spirit, by heeding the Word of God, the only other sources from which we can get advice in this life or our flesh, that is our defective human nature, which includes our minds, or the world, the world which in giving us advice only ultimately is seeking its own good, or worst of all, worst of all, Satan himself. You remember what Jesus said to Peter when Peter tried to prevent Jesus from walking by the Spirit, from continuing on his journey to Jerusalem to suffer and die for our sin on the cross and rise again from that crucifixion to justify us before our Father in heaven, you remember what Jesus said at that time to Peter? Remember? He said, Get thee behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me for you're not setting your mind on the things of God but the things of man. Things of man. You see, this is what happens when we refuse to listen to the word of God. For when we refuse to listen to the Word of God, we set our minds on the things of man and therefore set our minds on the things of this world and finally set our minds on that which Satan would have us do. There's no objective middle ground. There's no in-between. We are, as Christians, to set our minds on the things above, not on earthly things, as we read in Colossians. So let's repent, repent of Rejecting, or for rejecting the Word of God because it is the Word of God or rejecting the Word of the Spirit because we think we can figure out life all on our own. All on our own. You know, it's that same Peter. That same Peter who said to Jesus in the Gospel of John, the same Peter that Jesus rebuked. It's that same Peter who said to Jesus when so many people stopped following Jesus and Jesus asked the disciples if they were leaving too. It's that same Peter who said... Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Yes, though there were those who we read about in the Gospel of John, chapter 6. There were those who were not grasping, not understanding what Jesus was saying, so they stopped following him, stopped listening to him, stopped walking by his words. But the disciples of Jesus, they hung in there. They hung in there even though they also did not understand everything that Jesus taught them. The same, then, should hold true for us. Same should hold true for us. Yes, we are living in the Spirit, living by faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and in that faith can rejoice that daily our sins are forgiven and we stand as righteous and holy before our Father in heaven. But what is more, daily we can receive and do receive the advice of our Savior, the words of our Savior, the very Word of God, so much of which we can clearly understand, but at times we cannot. And frequently the times we cannot are those times when what we think we should do, And what the Word of God, the Word of the Holy Spirit, the Word of our friend Jesus would have us do, they're in conflict. For the words of Jesus, they point us in another direction, send us another way, point us or point out to us that we need to stop doing what we're doing or start doing what we have not been doing. It is at such moments when we are tempted to say, Well, living by the Spirit is enough. Having a friend, Jesus, is enough. A friend I can bounce things off of but don't necessarily need to listen to. Yes, having good advice is enough so I don't need actually to listen to that advice and follow it. But in Christ, walking in Christ, that's exactly what we do. It's exactly what we do. You are my friends if you do what I command you. You are my friends if you do what I command you. That's what Jesus taught. Harsh? No. For in true friendship, we do listen to the advice of a friend and we act on it. And in so doing, our friend is honored. Honored that we showed, we listened to them, believed that what they said was true, and so did what they said. We run into that with mentors, don't we? With mentors. Mentors have become a big thing over the last few decades. And that is having a person over us who's not our boss, but someone who knows how to be what we are learning to be. And so someone to whom we can turn when we really need to know what to do. And the thing with a mentor is, is that they actually know what to do. They actually know what to do. And when we follow their advice, walking in their words, and we are asked why we did a certain thing, and we say, our mentor told us to do so, then we're off the hook, so to speak. You thought about that? The responsibility for the action is not ours. It's our mentor's. So are walking in the Spirit. That is walking in Christ. He is the one who having given us his words ultimately takes responsibility for us. He's the one who having given us his words takes responsibility for us. And honestly, I would rather have our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, take responsibility for me than the world take responsibility for me or even myself take responsibility for me. So what keeps us, who've been made alive in the spirit from walking in the spirit? What keeps us from doing that? Often our fear, sometimes our stupidity, on occasion our pride. And what does it take to walk by the spirit? Take simple faith. Faith in our Savior Jesus, which simply allows him to be our Savior. That is our divine heavenly friend who speaks to us by means of his Holy Spirit through his word. That being so, it should not be surprising to us that the Holy Spirit has another name. And that name for the Holy Spirit is what? You know it, paraclete. And what does that mean, paraclete? It means counselor, counselor. And what does our counselor, the Holy Spirit, counsel us? with well this is what Jesus said this is what Jesus said about the counselor but the counselor the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you all that I have said to you let us who are in Christ living by the Spirit also walk by the Spirit the Spirit of Christ our counselor our mentor and our friend. Amen. Now may the peace which passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. We rise and confess our Christian faith in the words of the